0: Welcome to Talk Theory. It's your host, Kiara Barnes, where I talk all things life, what makes us human, and what makes us superhuman. Sit back, relax, and join me for a chat. Hi, how's everyone Uh, doing excuse me how's everyone doing welcome back happy monday we are uh you know getting back into another week um as always leave a review subscribe for next week you can find me on instagram at official kiara barnes dm me your comments thoughts and um Thanks again for being part of the Talk Theory Podcast. I love having you all here, and I'm happy that you're here. Now, I'm just jumping right into it. I've been thinking about goals a lot. You know, I grew up in a very goal-oriented family my dad would discuss how to set goals at a very, very young age with all of us. Whether it be through, you know, schoolwork or sports or even a retail job we had at the time, we were just all pretty well-versed in setting goals at a very young age, me and my siblings, um, which was great, you know, in, in some regards. And I feel like we all definitely achieved a lot um, and a lot of different things at a very young age from having this knowledge and understanding how to do it. Although, as I've gotten older, I think sometimes I can just be a little hard on myself about completing goals. And the funny thing is, I've I've actually gotten really good at the accepting the failing part that comes with goals, um which just happens, by the way. Whenever you're trying to do something for the first time, chances are It's not going to go exactly how you imagined, okay? Um, And honestly, I think maybe working in the modeling industry, for sure, (laughs) getting told no after you're waiting in a waiting room for like three or four hours to see a designer or see, you know, a a casting director, and you didn't even say anything in the... (laughs) Nope. Next. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Um, so definitely got used to no's there. And now being an actress all the time, um, you just get told no a lot, really, uh, with within acting. I was trying to actually explain this to my dad the other day. Um, acting is just not a normal nine to five, not even to get into how the hours themselves are not normal. I mean, some days you'll get really lucky and have to only work for eight hours. Um, and then most other days you're averaging like 14, 15 hour days, if not more. Um, so that's a whole nother discussion, but it's just not normal. You know, you you don't go out on, I don't know, four or five auditions and then hear back from all five of them or hear back from even four or three of them, you know, and that is abnormal to someone that goes and does, um, I want to say auditions, but goes and interviews for a nine to five job. Um, at least in my experience, I would have a list of, you know, maybe three or four jobs that I'm looking at. This is previous to, um, acting or modeling. And I would submit an interview. Okay. Go to three or four of these and then show up. And I'd pretty much hear back from, if not all of them, maybe three, if I went and went on four, I'll probably hear back from three and then I can make a decision on that. Um, but that's definitely not how it works in acting, folks. <laughs> On average, like I said, you'll you'll hear back from maybe one or two. Um and sometimes you won't actually hear back from any. Uh and then two months later I get a call from one or two of them and they love you and they want to book you, and you immediately have to take off within like 48 hours. Okay. So it's all very unconventional. And you definitely just have to get used to people just saying no. Or even when you get the job and people saying no to perhaps the particular way that you planned a scene. So I think you you're getting my drift here. Needless to say, there's plenty of rejection in my line of work. That over the years, the whole no thing is actually the least difficult part for me now in general, um, outside even of of acting, it's it's really more. I, I've just gotten used to the the no, um, so much within that realm that outside of that realm, no's don't really um, disturb my peace. Um, Weirdly enough, it's actually sometimes the setup for the job that, that kind of can be more difficult. You know, making sure that I've broken down a script fully, that... Um, I'm aware of who I'm working with, that I've done my research on the character, uh, my position on the call sheet, all of those things. And so it's odd. I have kind of ended up putting this unnecessary stress on myself in different ways with setting up all of those other mini goals and then one big goal in mind, which is to make a really good end product. And really, what that is to me, that stress, where that's coming from is fear. Fear saying it's all just too much, and you're not gonna be able to achieve yada, 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 yada. And, um I'm pretty certain that everyone has gone through this at some point. So I figured let's let's have a chat and and figure out how we can see. Goals as something achievable, fun, and just overall not as stressful or, or overwhelming. And I realized, giving a lot of this some thought, there's actually a few questions that can help me gain some perspective and settle this whole self-critical side of me. Because as the saying goes you're your own worst critic and that is so true and what that there's so many layers to this and what that even comes down to I think my theory is is just wanting to do something right and why why do we want to do something right why does it have to be perfect I don't know. I don't know. Are we afraid of judgment, rejection, messing up? It it could really be a, a mix of all of that. So how do we let all of that go and just do our thing? So the first question, just to start out easy, what's my goal? right? Let's go one step at a time. Let's not overwhelm our brains with 60 things, which I I do all the time, but I'll, I'll actually speak on that in a minute. If you are like me and you actually function better doing multiple things, um, I'll get into that. But if you're not and you feel you actually do best centering in on one thing at a time, Write down one goal, just one. It it could be, I want to cook at least two times a week. Two times a week, you're cooking in the kitchen and not picking up food or ordering or going through the drive through okay? And now these, by the way, these are mini goals I'm talking about right now. Your big goal could be, I want to eat and cook from home four times a week. And if you've got kids and and work, this can be a really, really big goal. So instead of jumping straight into the whole Chef Ramsay mode, all right, and the first night and meal prepping for 48 freaking hours to have your food set up for the week, which will just make you completely burnt out and leave you feeling like throwing in the towel completely, start out small, and then build up. Now, number two, find a why and a what to your goal. So, why do you care about this goal? And what is it going to do for you if you achieve it? I honestly feel... Like having the both of these written out, you're going to have a little more purposeful intention and just this more overall desire to complete said goal and even want to continue building upon it, you know, to keep it continuing or developing into something else. So just ask yourself, why is it important to you? Is it, going to improve how you feel, how you work, how you interact with people, right? Does this thought of the end goal actually make you feel excited when you think about it? I also feel it's probably worth mentioning what happens if you only get so far with your goal. Maybe you don't complete it or you don't achieve it on your desired timeline. And first off, we should discuss what it means to achieve a goal. Because if you're asking me, moving forward in any way, any way towards something you desire is achieving. You heard me right. You are achieving in many ways. You're, you are going out of your comfort zone, perhaps doing something that might provoke some kind of fear in you. That's an achievement, folks. And more importantly, you are learning. That's super important to recognize. And I always say this. You cannot prepare to know how to do something if you've never done it before. You just do it and you adjust as you go. (laughs) Honestly, there's no secret to it. People do, you know, have so much prep work into putting something out that they end up never putting something out. They end up barring themselves from it completely because of all the prep work where it's, oh, well, I got to do this, I got to do this, and sometimes just put it out. With this podcast, right? I did enough research to understand equipment, editing, um, things like that. Um, and, you know, it's funny. I came across a video, and and one of the these people on there was saying, oh, you know, Make sure this and make sure that and, and and never, ever put out the first thing you've recorded. Never put that out on your podcast. Always, you know, make sure. And it's like, as I respect where th- this person was coming from, at the end of the day, you can get so wrapped up in that that perfectionism of having the right thing to put out. And not knowing if this is this worth putting out or is this going to be embarrassing to put, it? it's like, dude, you got to start somewhere. You got to start putting something out. As I go, I'm learning. Even in the episodes that you've all listened to previous, there's certain things that I go, oh, oh, that's something that I notice. I do. I'm going to work on that in the next one, or I'm going to make sure I, I add this next time, or, or whatever. But if I've never done something, no matter how much prep you put into it, you're going you're gonna to have self-discovery moments throughout it, <laughs> okay? So you might as well just freaking start. So there you go. You know, there's no need for this idea of perfection or to know it all. You do your best with what you have and you just get going. So if you tried something and didn't complete it or it didn't come out the exact way you imagined the first time, that's okay. That's actually better than okay. That means you have room to go somewhere. That means you're continuing uphill, folks. And now you get to build off what you started, which is awesome. Right, you're not starting at um, ground zero anymore. You you have some knowledge, which is great, and you really do have to flip your perspective on this kind of stuff because it's going to affect your ability to have the fullest longevity out of something. Meaning. You having a good attitude is most likely going to allow you more time working towards whatever it is you desire, which just gives you more opportunities to actually have it. Now, along with this, reminding ourselves to be patient. We don't need to put all this intense pressure on ourselves. And I, I, I'm telling you, these podcasts are are mostly for me too. <laughs> they, they really help me remind myself. And like I was saying earlier, we, da- we don't need to go full Chef Ramsay. We don't need to go full Chef Ramsay. And as exciting and as fun... <laughs> It can feel to go, guns ablazing. The burnout can be pretty brutal. Um, so be patient. You can achieve whatever it is that you're looking towards having, but you don't need to ch- achieve it overnight. You've got time. So so give yourself some slack. Like I said, I'm I'm talking to myself too. I'm I'm working on these things right now. Um now the other technique I use for my goals, and this can apply to anyone, but especially to those who feel they do best doing multiple things and, and having multiple goals. Because I'm the same way. My my brain works that way. You know, if I'm, if I'm not working on acting, I like to be writing. If I'm not writing, I like to be making music. If I'm not making music, I like to be learning my, my Spanish. I, I just, I work that way. My brain works that way. Um, and the big thing I use is time. So I set mini timers for everything, <laughs> It just helps me stay on track, but also not overworking myself in one area that ends up causing that burnout that we were talking about, which then, you know, may make me not want to work on anything else for the rest of the week, which has happened. Sometimes I get so excited about one thing and I have a burst of energy and I just go ham. Ham and by the time i'm done with it i'm like oh my gosh i was just doing that for like 4 hours and i didn't even realize and now i, I don't want to like think about this for the rest of the week <laughs> um so i typically set 30 minute timers and do maybe 10 or 10 or sorry 10 or 15 minute breaks in between where i'm doing Something that has nothing to do with the projects or project I'm working on. And to me, it's, it's a really nice reward to turn on a little YouTube clip or listen to a random podcast. Um, whatever it is, it just has nothing to do with my work. It's like a really nice vacation for my brain. And ultimately, I just come back way more refreshed to whatever it is that I'm working on. And I feel less um, tired from overworking myself. And yeah, I, I do maybe two or three rounds of that per project that I'm, I'm working on. And, and look, if 30 minutes feels too little, up it to 40 or 45, see how you do. Um, But if 30 minutes seems like, wow, that's a lot of time, I I don't know if I can commit to that. That's okay. Lower it to 20, lower it to 15, lower it to 10. Um, And you actually might find that you went through that time much quicker than you even thought. Um, But I'm telling you, that has helped me out big time. Um, just using time in a way that feels like I just have a sense of control over it, you know, and that it doesn't have all this pressure over me. It, it comes my stress of needing to complete a bunch of stuff and then feeling really overwhelmed doing it. And that's no fun. So this is a reminder that it's also supposed to feel fun. (laughs) So as soon as the goal thing starts to feel like a fight or stressful, take a break. All right, step back and come back to it later. You are deserving of a break. Personally, I just got into napping and holy moly. Yes, 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 yes. Super underrated. I love a good nap. I usually, again, with the timers, here I go, but it it helps. And I'll set a timer for maybe 10 to 15. And if I wake up still groggy, I, I lay down for another 10 or 15. Um, and then I wake up feeling like a million bucks, get a little snack, a little drink, a little something to drink, a little water, perhaps a tea. And, uh, honestly, uh, I'm just way more productive than if I were not to have taken that nap. And look, I used to be very against napping because I felt, you know, second time out of my day and I got so much to do, and blah, blah. And I realized if I'm at the point where I'm nodding my head more than not through whatever task I'm doing, I might as well shut my eyeballs for at least 10 to 15 minutes. Because... They're already doing it themselves. My brain is on autopilot trying to put me down. So might as well lead the way. Um, But look, I also just wanted to remind you that your goals, that, that goals are great. Okay, but you are also doing just fine right now. It's really nice to achieve things, don't get me wrong, but remember your why, okay? Because if you're just achieving to achieve and there's no long-lasting impact on you or in a way that's going to affect you positively, you'll complete the task and just feel empty or, or or the same that you started. So just know that you're still a really great Really smart, really awesome person. Be before receiving that thing that you want, and you can have whatever you want. You can, but just remember, you're you're worthy even without it. You are exactly where you're meant to be, and all is well. All is well. And hey, if achieving and learning some new things is an add, an add-on, or a bonus to your life, go right ahead, okay? You deserve to experience that. So I just want to make sure I threw that in because sometimes we can get so caught up in the goal process that it starts defining our our worth or our value, and, and that can even be the thing that oh, if I didn't do it perfectly, now I don't feel good as a person. I don't feel worthy. And I just wanted to remind us that that's a bunch of bull. Okay? You are worthy before and after and all the time. So, this week's theory is locking in on what it is that you want and why you want it will align you with receiving whatever you want. Did you hear that? Did you get that? Let me say that again. Locking in on what it is that you want and why you want it will align you with receiving whatever you want. All right? So try out some of those things that we talked about and let me know how it goes for you and and share with me your favorite ways to achieve your goals um what are you working on what what goals have you completed that you're excited about and remember they can be big or small it doesn't matter you know it, it, this is supposed to be fun this is part of life and and growing is that we get to pique our interests in different places and have new thoughts and and new discoveries. So treat it as such, and and not such a you know white knuckle situation where where you you're so obsessed over achieving a thing that the, that the whole learning process has kind of just gone out the window. You're not having fun. You're just marking you know things off and checking things off which you can do but it's just so much less (laughs) enjoyable than it than you could actually be be making it um so thanks again for tuning in leave a review and subscribe for next week you can always 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 find me on instagram at official kiara barnes and that's it folks. That's it for the week. This was a very interesting conversation. Um and I will see you next Monday. Yo yeah, yo. Yeah. Okay. Love you. Bye.